Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All I need is a magic marker, and I'm good to go. It's one more thing. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. 
and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I was trying to find the, um, maybe Michael or Hanson, maybe one of you guys know what the popular Halloween thing is. I keep seeing it all over the place. It's, uh, he's wearing a striped suit. He's got a big white round head and then like a, char- uh, like a zigzag black mark on his mouth. What is oh, that? Is that? I'm seeing it is all over the place. Jack from the, uh, Tim Burton movie? Yeah, that's what it's from. It's from one of the Tim Burton uh, Halloween things or whatever. Anyway, it's super popular this year. And uh, my head is round and white. So I think mm. if I just put on like a little whiter makeup and a little black magic marker thing, I think I'm done. I think I'm ready to go with like one of the most popular costumes for the year. Yeah, agreed. It'd Throw be a good a look for you. Everything like yeah. that. But I mentioned the most popular Halloween uh, decoration for your home this year. Last year, it was like the 20-foot skeleton that you got at Home Depot and they sold out real fast. Well, this year, it's Lewis from Target. Here, I'm going to try and play it through the microphone here so you can hear it because i saw it at the target they have one standing up in target you can't buy it though it's completely sold out that's the whole thing that's the whole thing that's is that's the whole thing it's like uh it's like 15 20 feet high it's a jack-o'-lantern head on a big black thing and he says in that voice i am not a jack-o'-lantern my name is lewis and for some reason, that caught on as a phenomenon, and they're 180 bucks, I think, and uh, pretty expensive, and sold out all over the country. You can't get one anywhere. On Craigslist, they're going for multiples of that, because if you're the sort of person that has to have the must-have thing, you would pay more than 180 bucks, I guess, to have it in your yard. I, I never, I've never been the gotta-have-the-must-have toy or the must-have decoration, but that's the hot one. I don't know why I'm telling you, because it's too late. You can't buy one. Color me mystified. <laughs> My name is Lewis. I am not a jack-o'-lantern. I guess it was wry enough or funny enough that caught on. And I'll okay. bet Target. I'll bet Target is really wishing they'd made more of them. And they're probably thinking, I didn't think anybody would buy one of these. I wish we'd made a whole bunch more of them and charged more. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'll have to look but around. But everybody for that. at the Target was standing around, play it again, listening to it uh, over and over again because it was so entertaining, I guess, and bemoaning the fact that there weren't any uh, more in the store. So I was doing mathematics in my head, which I'll explain in a moment. But um, describe the thing again. It's a jack-o'-lantern. Okay. Well, first of all, everything now that catches the big the big thing every year for Halloween has got to be 20 feet tall. Somebody decided yes. that a few years yeah. ago. Um, and this thing's like 20 feet tall. It's just a jack-o'-lantern on top of a black body or something like that. Okay. And, uh, right. and it's motion... Censored. So when you walk up to it, it says, "My name is Lewis." Ha ha ha! I am not a jack o' lantern, and I guess that's that's it. That's its only bit. That's pretty much its only bit. Yeah. Wow! Wow! So I was looking up uh, annual Halloween expenditures in the United States, uh, and this chart happens to have helpfully from 2005 to 2023, but it's not adjusted for inflation. So f you, chart makers! You're idiots, <laughs> and I hate you. 
So I was forced to do the calculations myself with a calculator <laughs> um, and an inflation calculator. But uh, expenditures uh, in the U.S. in billions of dollars have gone from $3.3 billion for Halloween to $12.2 billion. Wow. Um, now, adjusted for inflation, that 3.3 becomes 5.5, I think, uh, 5 and change billion dollars. So, and now it's a little over 12. So, yeah, even adjusted for inflation, it's more than doubled. I've seen it become more of a thing. Oh, no doubt about it. It's so much, so much more than it was when I was a kid. And the pop-up Halloween stores all over the place, the big giant, they fill in an empty... um retail space with these things that are up for a couple of weeks selling yeah. all kinds of stuff um at target well i got a question i was going to ask you about decorations but at target the the popularity of various skeletons and i don't know why we are we are okay with skeleton cats skeleton dogs skeleton wiener dogs skeleton we found a skeleton pug i mean just what's why what's not are you anti-bone that's an odd thing It's a dead cat. It's come back to haunt us. What's not to understand? If you found a dead dog on your lawn, you'd be horrified. Oh, jeez. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) But how about an undead dog? It's gone through the whole dead process, which was very difficult. But now it's bones and it's walking about. So a lot of this stuff is pretty expensive, particularly the human-sized skeletons. They're like 150 bucks or something, the good ones. Mm-hmm. And um, we've purchased a couple of over the years. But, like, I'm, I'm building. I didn't buy it all one year because it would have been way too expensive. So a couple things here and there. And every year, now I got the tombstones. Now I got the arms coming out of the thing. And I got the blow up this and the whatever. And it's growing and growing. But what do you do once your kids are grown up? And you've acquired all this different stuff. What do you? What did you do with your stuff? Did you move donate? it twice? <laughs> move it twice, thinking then, I may need it again. <laughs> then finally, you give it away or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember honestly. I think. Yeah, I think we. Uh, I called up a couple of buddies that had younger kids. Oh, and said, hey, you that's a good stuff? idea. Yeah, find somebody. Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. So back to the expenditures going you know more than doubling in the space of 18 years why what's going on there do you think i mean it's it's not uh, we've rediscovered our love of dead things that are reanimated or it's got to be it's making up for something else Something um, culturally that was going on, a, a gathering, a celebration. I don't I don't know. That's just a guess. Uh, well, if I was going to guess, here's my rough draft. The whole bowling alone phenomenon as we've gotten involved in less and less community organizations of any kind. Um, this is fulfilling that need. So we've grown the few things we have left. Common experiences. Common experiences like Halloween and St. Patrick's Day and stuff like that. We've grown them exponentially to make up for the fact that we don't join bowling leagues or become members of the Shriners or all these different things that we used to do. Right. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And we want to really signal our joining in in a big way. I'm enthusiastic about joining in the Halloween thing. Look at my... 20 foot tall, allegedly amusing Lewis the jack o' lantern. My name is Lewis. I'm not a jack o' lantern. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 and the more I think about it, the more I think that's probably the case. Um, and then somehow it got expanded to other ages. That that might have just been good marketing and, hey, we can make money. The, the idea of little kids trick-or-treating. How about if we make it a sex thing for people that are adults and make it all about slutty clothes? <laughs> and clever costumes And clever well. costumes, yeah. Certainly, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Now, uh, here's where I get overly uh, analytical about that. Is that the whole childification of adults um i had fun with halloween as a kid i wanted to continue i don't think there's anything wrong with it i don't think so either but mm, yeah life is hard have fun trust me. yeah there's a lack of growing up happening certainly um uh, we all know that hey hansen what are your kids going to be for halloween can you tell me in my ear you got a girl and a boy a pair of jeans for your boy that's it with like no shirt okay <laughs> okay, and his girl's going to be a princess, which is uh, timeless and always cute. Thought for sure they'd be Taylor Swift and Kelsey. Uh, what's his face? Oh. Travis Kelsey. Somebody's going to do that. A pair of jeans. Hmm. Huh. That's hard to explain. He's a it young is. lad. He's, the, he's, and, you know. Oh, and he doesn't wear jeans, so it's going to be like a costume. It's, it's unusual for him to wear jeans. There you go. Um, my oldest son is <laughs> going to be his the same evil Elmo he was last year because he has a great life-size, really good Elmo costume, and then he carries around like a bloody sickle or something like that. Like, like Elmo went off the rails. <laughs> well, he's, uh, he's 13, so, you know, things. Right, right. They, it goes from being cute to that. You know, I can't imagine how my son, who is now uh, 29, good Lord, um, how he became such a huge fan of uh, horror movies. He's obsessed with them. He's like one of the world's leading experts on horror movies. Um, And uh, Judy and I, neither one of us has any use for him. Never watch them. Don't want to watch them. But it is, you know, the classic explanation. It's a way to go through our fears and approach them and look at them a little bit and and deal with them. Does Halloween have anything to do with that? I mean... There are no Grim Reaper Elmos running around committing atrocities. Right. So you're not, it's not something you'd actually be afraid of. It's or, it's like more like ironic or, or something. I don't know what that is. But. Well, that's what it's become, though, Halloween. In, well, at least in, to some people, taking something innocent and making it evil and scary. Right. But I'm just wondering, what, what is, what's going on there? Or taking something normal and turning it crazy sexy. Like you're a, just a regular anything, but now you're a super sexy one of those. Sure, sure. Nurse, maid, right? Pilot, stewardess, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just whatever. Sexually available. Cop. Yeah, just. Oh, so we have this uh, on that topic. Uh, I th- was thinking about talking about this on the show. Uh, we have this magazine I- in the kitchen. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. It, uh, it could be any magazine in the world. Um, Yes, Michael, you were going to say? Uh, swank. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> All the younger listeners saying, what's a, what's a magazine? Swank. Hey, I subscribe because it's swanky. Sitting on the counter in the kitchen. <laughs> I just got a copy of old school porn laying around in my kitchen. Yeah, that's a good look. 
Oh, God, you could not have come up with a funnier name than that. I know. That's, that's his go-to. It has been for years. But this this magazine, which is uh, just kind of a general interest-type magazine, has a woman, a young woman, looking at me with a look that is absolutely without question, I am sexually available to you. Right. I have seen that look on a few occasions from a few women in my life. I know that look. It's one I've been looking for, uh, you know, since I my my blooming as a teen. You're blooming. Teenagers. Please don't go into detail about your blooming. <laughs> but I was going to my homework assignment for myself was going to be and granted the print media is not what it used to be, obviously. But how many times throughout the day a young woman is looking at me from uh, uh, and I'm not talking about porn with all joking aside. A news website, a magazine, an insurance ad, a, a coffee promo, just anything. How many times a young woman is looking at me with the look that says, I'm sexually available to you? I mean, like every mortgage ad on the Internet yeah. includes an inexplicably large-breasted woman who appears to be on the brink of orgasm, wanting me to click to see what the rates are for insurance. Right. If somebody can explain to me that relationship, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's everywhere all day long. We humans do not evolve. Human nature is the same as it was 5000 years ago. Um, One more thing to throw into this podcast. I should mention this on the radio show. My 11 year old saw a homeless guy's penis yesterday as we were driving down the street. That's nice. Some uh, homeless guy who. See, I didn't see it. So I would like to have seen it. I'd like to know if it was on purpose or not, if he recognized a child and thought, hey, here's my opportunity to show my genitals to a child because that's what turns me on, or if it was a accident. Uh, but he's anyway, so wasted, he doesn't know what he's doing. Didn't, but anyway, yeah. somehow his loose-fitting pants with no underwear down, and, and my son was like, oh, my God, I can't believe what I just saw. And he was just like, ah. He said, Dad, give me some bleach. I can't unsee this. He was joking about it. He kept saying, I think I'm traumatized. It would have been pretty traumatic for me to, to you know, I hadn't seen any naked grown-ups uh, when I was 11. I'd have been shocked for sure. Well, you live, uh, I don't mean to give away the specific address, but on Skid Row in Los Angeles. Right. So you're going to see that. No, no, actually quite an affluent uh, town with crappy, crappy policies about junkies. Yeah, and did I call the police that some guy is showing his genitals to children? Of course I didn't. What, are they going to wow. narrow it down to one of the many, 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 many people shuffling around downtown who may have shown their cranks? Oh, I totally get why you didn't, but it's that's like a, a shocking revelation to me. No, of course you wouldn't. It. What's the point? And it happens all the time. What the hell, folks? Isn't that crazy? Because similar yeah. sized town when I was younger. Oh, my God. People would have called the police. You wouldn't believe it. There's a guy downtown. My son just saw his penis. The police would show up with several cars, probably. Find out where he was. Throw him in jail or get him out of town or something. It was right. You wouldn't put up with it. No, there's a junkie wandering down Main Street with his uh, crank showing. Of course there is. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? Good Lord. It's as scary as the spooks and spirits of Halloween. Bad policy. Blah! Blah! Two quick things here, guys. One, many years ago when we took calls, you had a caller that had that same story, and the homeless guy looked at him and went, yeah, 
You saw it. Oh, that's what that was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah. where that came from. Yeah. The other thing is, you got to check out the Costco mummy. They have a tall mummy at Costco, and it Ooh. same thing it moves around. What's that like, baby cost? Do you have any idea? Probably at least a hundred dollars. Oh, sure. oh, I guarantee it's more than that. I think the big one they had at Costco last year is three hundred. But yeah, but those things sell out because the economy is so bad. What? Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.